Welcome to the 1% Better Podcast, formerly known as Weight Loss Secrets for Women 40+. Plus. Hi, I'm Jay Cook, CEO and founder of Life Warrior Coaching, and I'll be your host. So I'm here to help you build the foundation for your health, and we're going to do this by stacking small wins. And these small wins are going to stack up to really big results over time. All right, so I'm going to give you some small nuggets that are very sustainable and they're going to add up and give you massive momentum. So remember, it all starts with just getting 1% better every day. So stay tuned as we dive into today's topic designed to help you get 1% better. So I hope you subscribe and share and enjoy this episode. Welcome to 1% Better. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, brought a special guest on today. Uh, she is our VIP. She's our head coach. Her name is Coach Chris, and I uh, just wanted to welcome her. Welcome, Chris. Thanks, Jason. I'm happy to be here today. All right. So we thought we would talk about cravings because we hear a lot of this in our uh, in our program, and I figured no better person to have than somebody that's on the front lines dealing with these uh, challenges every day. So I'm going to ask you, Chris, like, what do you feel like is the big, like, what's the best place to start with cravings? Is it like awareness? Excuse me. Is it um, identifying what cravings are or like, where would you start? Like when someone's having cravings? Yeah, I think you're right, Jason. Awareness is like the first step to changing um, and in understanding what cravings truly are, right? After all, we can't change what we don't know is going on. So most women believe that um, it's lack of willpower or discipline um, is the reason why they can't stop snacking, right? And But that's really not the reason. A trigger creates an emotional state, right? So most men and women turn to food to cope with that emotion. And you get kind of like an instant dopamine hit, right? When you eat these types of food and it feels good. But typically it's then followed by like guilt or shame or I can't believe I just ate that stuff. Um, so our brains start to associate food as a way to soothe these emotions. So food ends up becoming a coping mechanism. So we kind of repeat this pattern over and over and over again. So we need to find ways to kind of um, identify the triggers as to why we're doing these behaviors and then ways to create distractions to interrupt these behaviors long-term. So if I have a trigger, kind of walk me through like, or I have a craving, I should say, like how do I identify like some steps that I can identify what, what's triggering that, that emotion or that craving? So most of our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors are already established patterns, right? So particular triggers actually set these patterns into motion. And they can be like sights and sounds, places, emotions, and feelings, right? And so the first thing to do is kind of identify these triggers, understanding the patterns um, that create these. And these can be anything from like um, looking into the refrigerator when you get home, you know, wanting a snack when you're watching TV, or snacking, you know, after your kids go to bed, um, overeating on restaurants, um, when you go on vacation, um, or when you're drinking alcohol, right? When we drink alcohol, we tend to want to overeat. Um, and then there are also are comfort triggers. And comfort triggers typically 
um, come from emotion, right? They can be sadness, anger, stress, guilt, loneliness, anxiety, and they can also come from um, places of happiness or celebration. So additional things that can be very triggering uh, is someone who's like extra busy, may snack when they're um, not doing something. And this typically is due to like boredom or procrastination. Um, eating when you're physically tired or emotionally tired. Um, rewarding yourself because you've earned something. You know, you feel like, oh, I, I earned this food or um, reward, you know, I, I'm rewarding myself with food. And then, you know, childhood habits, right? Something that I've always done um, because I've done this since I was a kid. And then a lot yeah. of times too, when people offer you free food, right? So this is kind of more like people pleasing, right? People showing you they love you by giving you food and you feel compelled to eat that food. So all of these things can be very triggering. So it's kind of, um, it's it's up to us to identify what we are triggered by. So can I give you an example? Yeah, that'd be great. All right, good. So here at Life Warrior, we kind of use this example um, to help our clients identify their own triggers. So think about um, a mother who snacks at night, right? And it, But it began years prior when her kids were young. So she would put them to bed and head straight to the pantry, right? So if you look at that, you think, you know, many emotions may be happening at this moment. It could be stress. She's seeking stress relief. Her kids are in bed now, right? Feeling free. No one needs her right now. Um, she earned something after a long day, a reward. Not having anything to do, feeling a void or just, or boredom, right? So she turns to food to cope with these emotions. Now that the kids are grown though, she continues to stack at night. That's because nighttime has become a trigger for her snacking. So a habit like this can continue forever unless you become aware of all of these triggers at play. So this becomes a very interesting case because in order to figure out all of these triggers, this woman actually sat down and created a journal or a, a um, hold on, I just lost my train of thought. A, oh, like a like a, list a, of a cravings a cravings journal yeah, right yeah. or a cravings diary what is the name i'm trying to find a craving it's, it's basically a cravings journal this is where you sit down and anytime you start to feel that you're having a craving you want to sit down and you want to write down the following things the time of day what time you, you, what types of food you're craving and then the circumstances that are causing the craving, whether it's ba based on emotion, whether it's based on boredom, whether you feel it's a reward for yourself, whether it's based on stress, any of these things, these factors. And you do this for a period of a couple of weeks. Then you sit back and you start to really kind of evaluate all of this information to look for certain patterns. Once you start noticing certain patterns, it becomes much easier to then predict when these cravings are going to hit for you. Yeah. Do you, do you find that a lot of these cravings aside from you know, a lot of these things you're talking about, but as simple as just, if you're eating good quality, nutritious foods, do the crate, like a lot of these cravings just subside or, or, or not, not as bad. Yes. You can actually reduce the amount of cravings by eating slowly and mindfully at your meals eating enough protein throughout the day. Protein helps you stay full longer. 
slow, protein is digested slower than carbohydrate in the body, keeping you full longer. And not only that, but spacing out your meals throughout the day. So you're eating enough food throughout the day, so you're staying full longer throughout the day, hence not having as many cravings at night because you're you're providing your body with enough fuel and nutrients throughout the day. So yes, you're absolutely right. Right, because when I do, you know, follow up, phone calls with, with some of our clients i hear all the time that like i don't have cravings anymore and they're just like surprised i'm like well because you're eating healthy so exactly and when you're eating nutrient-dense foods compared to calorie-dense foods you 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 start to actually lose the desire to eat as many sugary salty type snacks right and it's also so like, very, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I was going to yeah. say, it's also very common for people to confuse hunger with thirst. Yeah. So the first thing you do if you start to feel like you're having a craving is to have a nice big glass of water first and then see if you're still actually craving food because a lot of times you're actually thirsty, really not hungry. Yeah, that's good. And like, so I drink, like the say I have a, a craving, I drink the water, I wait, do I just drink the water and then if I still have a craving I eat or is there more to it? So there's more to it. So the, the actually the, the next part of this is then creating yourself a distraction list. Research shows that this thought process in our head or this desire to eat a food to fill a need lasts anywhere from five to 15 minutes. So if we can come up with a list of distractions, something to do to kind of redirect our thinking for that five to 15 minutes, we can actually um, avoid eating these types of foods. Now, does this work every time? No, but if it worked 50, 70, 80% of the time, 100% of the time, that would be way better than not doing anything, right? Right. Right, so, so if, if, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you're, you keep going. You're, you're so wealth th of information here, Chris. I'm loving this. So things like, um, so things that could be used as a distraction. Um, going for a walk, right? This has a few benefits. First, the walk allows mm. time to pass um, that your logical brain can win versus the brain, your emotional brain, right? So, um, so walking is really good for you. You're outside. You're, um, you're now thinking of other things, not just food, right? If you're sitting with yourself just thinking about food, you're more than likely going to go to the refrigerator and eat it. But if you're outside, you're walking, your, your brain is now distracted from food, think focusing on other things. This is why distractions work so well, right? Another great um, distraction if you crave foods at night is brushing your teeth, right? So if you're sitting there and now you're starting to think, oh, you know, I really like to go eat whatever, you're going to get up, you're going to go into the bathroom and start your nighttime routine, right? You can wash your face, you can brush your teeth. Now your brain is no longer thinking of food, it's now thinking about the task at hand. This is while you're brushing your teeth. Um, two really great things happen. First of all, um, you've, you've distracted your thinking from food and you've brushed your teeth. So you're less likely now to go eat something because you've brushed your teeth and you've had enough time for your brain to be distracted um, against the food. I actually, that's what I do too. I, uh, if I get a craving, I just brush my teeth because once I brush them, I don't want to go back in and brush them again. <laughs> exactly. But the important part is, though, is to have a list of things ahead of time that you can then refer to when the craving hits instead of having the craving and think, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do right now? 
That's a good idea. And like carry that list everywhere with you, you know, initially. Exactly. And exactly. Until you get really great at it, until you can really start to identify what's really, what's really happening for you. But in the, this list, you know, can be a, a short list of five things, you know, and it can be things like, you know, going for a walk, creating a little mini workout for you, yourself, right? Um, it can be doing a meditation. It can be reading a couple chapters in a book calling a friend on the phone. It can be anything that really works for you. There are no right or wrong answers on your distraction list. Yep. And so like, uh, I have a craving, I drink a glass of water, I wait five to 15 minutes, I still want that food. Is that where so, like, I'm just gonna slowly eat that, just have like a bite or like, what's the process from there? Exactly, if all of these things seem not to be effective for you at this time, then, Here's the thing. If, if we're really having a strong desire to have this food, then the, the first thing to do is be, you know, if you're if you're craving cookies, let's say, then to go out, portion control your cookies, right? So if you're if you're thinking, I'm just gonna have, you know, three cookies, take out your three cookies, take them, eat them slowly, really kind of savor the experience, right? So you're gonna have chew slowly, um, you know, really kind of think about um, what's in your mouth at the time. Have those three cookies and then stop, right? So what we don't want to do is sit there, you know, just not be mindful at all about our, our experience and then eat it, end up eating a whole sleeve of cookies, right? We want to be mindful of our experience because research does also show that if we restrict ourselves too much, we then can find ourselves binge eating. Yeah, absolutely. That's the worst thing you can do is, is restrict yourself because you will eventually just go on a bender. There's exactly. No question about it. Exactly. So there are times where you are going to you are going to indulge in something indulgent, and that's okay. But you know, we don't we certainly don't want if we're on a um, nutrition program, we certainly don't want to do that every day. Right. Well, good stuff. So I guess last question, like, where would you and we want to give these these uh, listeners like something that they can kind of tangibly take with them. So something that they can get 1% better doing, like, would you start with making the distraction list, the trigger list, like where, where would you say is the best place for the, for someone to start? Right away, I would try to identify what your triggers are. Because, uh, you know, knowledge is power, right? So we can't have a distraction list if we don't know what our triggers are. So that if we, sense. if we sit down, we would create, create your, your trigger list, then create a quick distraction list and try it out. Give yourself a solid 15 minutes the next time you feel you're triggered and need to eat something that you know is not going to serve you. That will get you further away from your goal than closer to. And then see, try for the next 15 minutes, try brushing your teeth for a nighttime craving and see how that works for you. Love it. This is good stuff. I'm going to actually uh, try some of these things. Great. Myself. Yeah, see how so it works. And remember... You know, this is progress, not perfection. If it doesn't work the first time, don't give up. Keep trying because over a course of trying, you will eventually get better and better at at at, at um, identifying and then creating a distraction for yourself. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. It's it's uh, it's a skill, right? Like it it's not it's be certainly good at it is. First start. Right. Because so. keep in mind, these are habits we have had for a very long time. So right. we can't we we can't just all of a sudden change something overnight that we've been doing for many 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 years. So it's going to take a little bit of time to get good at it. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you got 
zillion clients you're helping out all the time and uh sure. taking the time taking the time to jump on uh if anybody wants we have like a lot of additional resources on cravings and we actually have a trigger a spreadsheet that you can ask yourself questions and walk it kind of walks you through the process just in the show notes you can you'll see my uh facebook messenger link just click that and just message me and uh, i'll get you over that information so thanks again chris and uh, we'll see you guys all next week thank you have a good one Bye bye